Hello, everybody. I hope everybody's having a fabulous Sunday. My name is Kimberly, and I am the host of This Fat Girl Life. This is a podcast that focuses on knowing your worth and loving yourself in the body that you are in, and that falls perfectly in line with tonight's topic. But before we get there, you guys, if you have enjoyed this podcast, if you want to see this keep going, if you want to help be a part of this and help me to have a chance to promote this on a much bigger scope, then please go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash this fat girl life. That is where you can um, contribute towards funding this at, for $5. You can buy me a coffee. That's cheaper than what you're going to get at Starbucks any day of the week. So buy me a coffee. Let's have coffee together and let's do this. <laughs> so tonight I have Christine with me. Christine is a children's author who just released a new book. And we're going to talk about that here in a little bit. But before we go there, Christine, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself on a personal level? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So um, my name is Christine Reinebo. Um, I've been publishing books for about, um, oh my gosh, we're coming up on seven years here. Um, and I started publishing books when I worked with kids and I could see that there were a lot of kids that needed a lot of help. Uh, so I got a wild hair one day and was like, I think I'm going to start publishing children's books. Um, and I've been doing it ever since. Um, I'm, I'm from Wisconsin. I've been in Wisconsin my whole life. I uh, love the area. And um, yeah, just, you know, your basic Midwest girl who just likes to likes to talk to people about fun things. You're from Wisconsin. You got to be a Packers girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I'm not even <laughs> from Wisconsin, and I'm all about the Packers. Oh. My poor husband. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not poor husband. Uh, he just needs to jump on the right train. Right? I've been trying to recruit him. I married a Minnesota hard. boy, and he's, uh, he's a Packer fan. He, my husband's a Broncos fan. I don't even understand I, that. I know. I'm trying. I'm I'm trying so hard. <laughs> well, let's get back on topic here. Uh, so your newest book, Value What's Within, mm -hmm. Mo and Ollie Explore Body Diversity. Yeah. What prompted this book? Yeah. Um, so like every other human being, you know, um, I've spent a lot of my life being difficult on my own body. Um, and you you hear a lot of stories uh, in the media and well, I guess you don't even hear it in the media as much. But, um, you know, I, I started looking into and understanding more about the body biases that happen and how we get to this point where we're so hard on our bodies and our bodies are pretty incredible. We do a lot of really cool things with them. Um, so how do we keep getting to this point where we are so hurtful towards towards other people in their bodies? Um, and as I kind of talked with my sister about it some more, you know, we were talking about how like this would be the book to write is a book that talks about how not just internally, but externally, the only way we start to improve how we feel about ourselves is if we can look at other people's bodies as well and remove some of that that judgment um, and how much better the world would be if we just didn't have as much judgment towards the skin that everyone shows up to the world in every day. 
Uh, so yeah, that's where it started. Well, and I, I love that this is geared towards kids because especially in the age range that you, know, I looked over some of the reviews today and there was somebody who was talking about, they have a five-year-old and an eight-year-old. Yeah. And that is, kids are so malleable at that age. Yeah. They, they're so open to diversity. And so really showing that example that we are all very diverse creatures and we're no two people are going to be the same. No matter, yeah. even identical twins are not going to be the same. And the fact that this is promoted, I absolutely love. I think it's so important. Now, how can we translate that though into adulthood when you know our brains are already formed? They're already there. You know, our brains are formed, but we learn, you know, that's actually the best part about children's books is adults have to read them to kids. <laughs> so we get to talk to adults too. It's not just for the kids. And and that's the other reason why I love doing children's books is in order to truly teach young people these different ways of speaking about our bodies, um, you have to have that common language at home. So um, so it's it's easier than you'd think. And it's something that even, you know, as I was writing the book, I thought I did this really great job of writing this book about being open. And as I put it out to beta readers, they were like, hey, so you talked about food in terms of negative and positive food choices. Why, why couldn't it just be different choices? And over here, you talked about, um, oh, what was it even? It, it was using the words right and wrong. And I and there's not a right or wrong, it's just different. And so, you know, as we as adults are thinking about this conversation, it's removing those negative terms or those excessively positive terms around bodies. It's not that somebody is fat, it's that they're in a bigger body. It's not that somebody is skinny, it's they're in a smaller body, but they're both bodies. They're just not the same size and what bodies are. Um, you know, it's not that they eat unhealthy, it's that they make different food choices. And that's okay. Um, I so love that. Yeah, it's just reframing how you say things. Well, and I, I love that you actually, you know, in the process of this, thought about the fact that the parents are going to have to read these books to the children. So it is going to become that it's going into the subconscious. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, again, too, it wasn't even like I was writing this and I had it down perfect. I, there were so many times where we had to go back and be like, oh, no, we did it there again. We used words that elicit the idea of right or wrong or bad or good. And that's not what we're going for. How do we rework this? Um, so, you know, even me, as I'm writing this book, I'm not perfect in how I how I speak about bodies, how I speak about healthy lives. I make mistakes too. And it's just a matter of continuing to look at the way you're using your words and using them a little more kindly. I absolutely love that. And that not only goes towards other bodies, but I mean, let's, let's take this to a more internal level about how we're speaking about our own bodies. Yeah. Because we live in a world of vast comparison. <laughs> Yes. I, I am, I do it myself. 
I see something on social media or on television or whatever, and there's that moment of comparison, you know, comparing things that it's like, you know, I, I wish I could have that, but, you know, then I have to pull myself back. And so having this conversation, even with yourself, is imperative. Oh my gosh. So much so. And it's not even always, you know, I catch myself a lot. I, you know, I was in a bigger body for a while. I lost a lot of weight and now I catch myself very frequently being comparing myself to my like different body types I've had along the way and being really harsh if I'm having a bigger, bigger body moment. And, and that's not okay. That's not kind to ourselves. Um, and so that's where this book really hits home for me even is, you know, the frequency that I have to go back to my own book and think everybody shows up to this world perfect as it is. Your your body is exactly what you needed to be here today. Everything you do to improve or to better yourself is an additive that's bonus. But you today showed up and you were you're perfect as you are. I love that. I absolutely love that. Now, what was the biggest lesson that you got from writing this book? Um, you know, I, I think it came down to, um, you know, as I was writing it, and I, I tried to put a lot of inclusivity into my books. Um, so I had told my illustrator, you know, I want to show all different body types in the book. You know, I want to show somebody who's really, really thin, who sees themselves as overweight. And I want to show people in bigger bodies making healthy life choices. I want to show all of these different body types, right? And all of a sudden I get illustrations back and she took it farther. And she started showing people with amputations and people in wheelchairs and, you know, alopecia on their uh on their skin and various different, you know, types of bodies that you forget about sometimes when you're talking about body diversity and being comfortable and people judging bodies and their capabilities. And it was this aha moment of, I limited myself even there. I was thinking about different sized bodies, but we have to talk about it, you know, in a way bigger scale. It's not just the size, it's not the weight, it's it's everything that makes our body our own, it makes them diverse and makes them amazing. So are you finding yourself noticing different body types now? I always did anyways, um, but I catch myself if I start to go down a judgmental path, <laughs> I stop myself and say, that's really not okay. <laughs> you know, how do we reframe this? You don't know this person. So how do you change the way you're thinking to say, okay, they're capable of a lot of great things. They live in a different body than me. Cause it's, it's something like by the time you're an adult, it's so hard to break that habit of looking around the world and, and making your own personal judgments on all the different bodies you see. But, oh yes. So it's a constant learning game of, okay, stop rethink how I'm, I'm putting this together in my head and then let's act differently. So if you could put the bulk of this 
book into three sentences to share with the world, what would they be? Oh, um, when we talk body diversity, it is not just about our own bodies and our own acceptance of ourselves, but looking at the world around us. Um, this conversation cannot happen if we only have it with young girls. We need to include all of our young men as well. Um, and even if you make a mistake when it comes to body diversity, the best thing you can do is recognize it and make an improvement on the next time around. But being hard on yourself for the mistakes you make limits your ability to learn from it. I absolutely love that. And I, I love that in that second sentence, you included men as well. Yeah. Because I think that is so important that, you know, we realize that body diversity issues are not... They don't attach to just women. No. They attach to both. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I love that you went there with that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, so for the anyone listening, our, our main character in this story is a young man who's trying to wrap his head around understanding why somebody's being judgmental about another person. He overhears a conversation. Um, and that was part of that conversation that I had while making the book of, you know, we have a lot of books that are for, geared towards girls and talking to girls about bodies and being positive about them and, and changing their mindset. But how often do we see them where they're talking to young men? And not that this makes it, you know, a book just for boys. It just makes it so that young men can look at this book and see themselves a little bit more in this story and and attach to it a little bit. I love that. I absolutely love that. Well, you guys, if, if you are looking for a book to get for your young children, you know, to read to them, I'm going to highly recommend this. You guys, you can get it on Amazon. If you have a Kindle, it's part of Kindle Unlimited. You can get it on paperback, hardcover. There are so many different options. So definitely go on to Amazon and look this book up. It's, I, it's an important conversation that we need to be having with our children and with ourselves. Oh, <laughs> sorry about that. I lost my light. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's great. I. I hope everybody's starting to have some of these conversations, you know, again, even if it's just internally, because the heart, you know, the weird thing I learned is the harder you are on other people's bodies often equates to how hard you are on your own. That is very true. So what does the future hold? What do we have coming up next? Oh, coming up next, uh, there's always more books. So I've had that people ask me that a lot, you know, <laughs> Do you have more books? I always have more books. Um, <laughs> so the next book, we're going to really, you know, I'm not positive yet, but a lot of the topics that we're going to start focusing on are around that that mental health and that emotional health. Um, so, you know, it could be empathy. It could be geared more towards um, being compassionate to other people. We've talked about doing a book on anxiety. because I know it fondly. Um, and a lot of us have anxiety. So how do you make it a little less stigmatized? 
Um, Normalize some of this stuff. Yeah. And, and talk about it in a way that helps to process through it. Um, communication and what does communication actually look like? You know, so the, the possibilities of what's coming with this specific series, this is our new series. We've got two um, and the, the Mo Exploring series is really going to try to look at some of those great topics where you can even diving more into body diversity a little bit, because this book really covers a kind of a surface level overview of it, but mm -hmm. there's a lot of different pieces that go into body diversity as well. So, you know, we could be looking down the line of having a book on self-love and self-image and how those two things can get skewed over the years. Um, just, and just like a, a lot of endless possibilities. So there'll be a lot of great things coming. Well, I'm so excited for you. And I'm so glad that you were able to come on the show tonight. I do have one final question for you. Oh, of course. What is something that you love about yourself? You know, I love my freckles so much. You can't see them probably super well through a webcam, <laughs> but um, let's see if I can. Oh, okay, yeah, I, I see them. I am full body freckles. So I am a redhead and um, I always laugh because at least once a month, I swear to you, at least once a month, somebody asks me if I like my freckles and I always laugh and I'm like, yeah, it's my whole skin. <laughs> like, I love that. If I didn't like my freckles, that would be a really dark conversation we're entering into. Right? <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I, love I have you? just as many freckles, so oh, I am do? right there. Oh, yes. So what's she, your favorite thing that you like about yourself? My eyes. Oh, awesome. I have, my eyes are shaped just like my mother's, just like oh. my daughter's, just like my grandbabies. And so when I, when I look in a mirror, the first thing I'm reminded of is my mom. Oh, that's beautiful. So my eyes. That is absolutely beautiful. Well, Christine, thank you so much for coming on tonight. I have thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. I cannot wait to see what you do next with you know this series. And if you do one on self-love, self-worth, yeah. I'm going to have to have you back on. Oh, it's coming. It's just a matter of what all of those topics I told you are future books. It's just a matter <laughs> of which one I end up writing first. So well, we will talk me, again. <laughs> keep me in the loop and we will have you back on and we will help celebrate the new book. Awesome. Thank you. Of course. You guys, thank you so much for being here tonight. I hope you have an amazing night. Remember, if you want to be part of what I'm doing, Spend $5, buymeacoffee.com forward slash this fat girl life. You can be part of this. You will get some um, supporter only content by doing this. And we can help spread the word that it is so important to love yourself in the body that you are in. I hope you all have an amazing night, guys. <laughs>